Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. Hey, what's up, creators? It's your old buddy, John, and you have once again located the Sketch Magazine podcast. I am here, as always, with sketch publisher Bob Hickey, sketch editor Bill Nichols, and tonight we have a special guest. It is the head of Comic Related, my good friend, Chuck Moore. So how are you tonight, Chuck? I am alive, well, kicking, and happy. How's that? Fantastic. And how are you tonight, guys? I'm doing great. This is Bill. I'm doing good, John. And tonight we are going to be talking, well, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, but uh, we're going to be talking about marketing, how to get your name out there, how to get uh, yourself seen and known by the general public. And Mr. Moore happens to be something of a master at that particular thing, so we thought we'd bring him on tonight. To let him share his vast amount of knowledge in that particular subject. So take it away, guys. Well, I, I think we'll start this with some – we're just going to throw some questions out, all right, Chuck? Okay, go um, for it. And I'm, I'm sort of going to go as, as I'm the publisher slash studio slash creator. Uh, uh-huh. And the biggest thing is, first of all, how would I submit news to you that you would consider carrying on the website? Well, um, in terms of comic-related, it, it's pretty simple. I mean you can go to press at comicrelator.com, which is an email address, and we have kind of a multi-point plan that we like to do. We, I mean first things first, if you're a mainstream publisher, you're going to get on the website. That's, that's okay. That, you know, that's type stuff. We, we filter that in. That goes in. Um, some of it, if you're really big, will go in our rapid-fire news. Some of it will go in our main news feed. What we're really looking for, what I'm really looking for is the new creator, which I think is really good for your audience. People that are doing their first comic, are a small studio, haven't had a lot of exposure, that is the thing that we love to work with and cultivate at Comic Related. It is the original mission for why I kind of created the website. is a place where people can get a spotlight where they can't kind of get the spotlight somewhere else. And we pepper the site with the other mainstream news stories and draw people in and then expose them to new stuff. So emailing that email address is great, and we offer reviews. We offer – if we uh, you know, kind of build a little bit of a relationship with you, we'll take that into interviews. Uh, we love to run previews. Uh, people don't, I don't think, take as much ad- enough advantage of the fact that we'll take a couple co- uh, pages of your comic, run those pages, and then do a direct pointer to your website, which is just a straight push-through of traffic to you. So um, if you're new, we like to get your – we like to help. We like to adopt people. Right. Well, I know an example was um, last week or week before last, you guys ran a um, a uh, Clay'sway little bust out on a um, a print we offered. I saw uh-huh. instant hits from that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm a Google Analytics freak, you know. So uh-huh. I, I looked at when it hit on the site, and I looked at the Google Analytics, and I saw instant hits. Uh-huh. From that press, so it does work getting on your site. But um, other than just hand feeding you news, 
what are other possibilities they have at, at comic related? As um, far well, as I know, you carry a community to get people involved. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, we have a, a vast kind of creator community, which is populated mostly by comic creators or people who tinker in the world of comic creation. So there's a lot of people in our community that, unlike a lot of comic web, you know forums that you go to, where you get a lot of kind of fans. We love fans. We highly encourage them to come around, but it just seems like we've cultivated a real crowd of comic creators. There's a lot of giving back and forth of information and helping each other out, which is, it's just a really cool, heartfelt community. Um, We, like I said, we do a series of different podcasts on a series of different topics um, where we're doing podcasts now six days a week. And uh, there's always space somewhere usually to kind of either uh, talk about or promote or do different things. Um, we're also a forum that doesn't uh, discourage you from posting your own work. A lot of people, a lot of forums out there will call it, uh, you know, that you're, we don't, you know, we don't want you to spam the forum, but at the right. same time, if you're doing a project and you want someplace to show it off and get feedback, we, we encourage that. We don't discourage that here at Comic Related. Right, right. Well, yeah. well, I, you know, we've known you for a long time. I, well, long time, years. I've known you for a few years, and yeah. we were real happy when you guys adopted the sketchboards. Yeah, and, uh, you well, know, it's our honor. You guys yeah. have the history. No, no, we, you know, <laughs> we're honored. It was good. To, well, I know Bill was happy to hand over the uh, babysitting reins, huh, Bill? Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're at, we were at spam to death. So we were looking for a new home, and then we were very happy. Yeah, comic related. Offered us yeah. space, but and I feel like the boards have really grown over there too, uh-huh. and uh, and and that's I think it's important that a lot of new creators, new publishers realize that this is available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they do. I think they feel like they have to be somebody or know somebody to get press on comic related or be involved in the community. You know, I see it all the time with these young creators. They don't realize. I don't want to say how easy it is, but how much they should reach out. And not just you. You know, I love comic related, but suggest how can they get press other places? What would you say? Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's a little bit more complex, I think. Uh, and much like the same way that you break into the industry sometimes, um, it's important that you build a name or a following for yourself. Now, you can get press on some websites. The main bigger websites, uh, you know, your CBR, your Newsarama, it's tough. If you're a new comic creator, um, it's tough because they they tend to lean towards the people who have some kind of established following, or are somehow kind of a little bit tied into the the more art scene of the comics. Um, so the first thing I think most people need to think about doing is building a little bit of an audience for your own product, and you know it's. You can throw a million press releases out there, but I, the time when I think that is the most effective thing to do to promote yourself, I think is, is we're beginning to see that pass because there are so many press releases that come into a website during a day that you have to filter to a degree. I filter in a little bit different direction than maybe some other websites do, but I know, you know, it, it, to get in, you've got to build yourself, and you start from the ground up. And I think social networking, things like Facebook, things like Twitter, things like doing a webcomic version of maybe some of your properties, something that builds exposure for you begins to build that groundswell, which you need. You need it to go to a publisher. You need it to pitch your work. 
Um, you know, you have things like Marvel and DC now talking about, you know, they want to see the established kind of background of the individual before they even take a look. And even smaller studios are getting that way now. Oh, yeah. So you, you've got to build the base. And if you build the base, not only are, are your press releases going to begin to be covered, but you're going to start turning up on podcasts, and it's just going to – it's a snowball effect. But you've got to be willing to put together that first little snowball and start it rolling down the hill. Right. And, and this is along with continuing trying to produce, too. You've got to continue yeah. to produce your work and get better. And the more, mm-hmm. and of course, it's always the more you produce, the better you get. And you've got to slide in the, the what I call the PR end of things. You've got to make that communication, yep. build your social networking. Um, I mean, you have so many abilities now that you didn't have just a few years ago. And, you know, of course, not reaching out comic related. Um, the, the new and upcoming creators have a much better chance, but they've got to produce. They've got to get their stuff out there. And showcasing on, like, the community boards is a great way to do that and uh-huh. get feedback that will help you grow, too. And, you know, that's something I think CR really, really offers. I know um, CR offers it on their boards. Sketch, you know, get involved on the sketch part of the CR boards. It really offers it. Yep. And, and it's it's like anything in life. I mean, CR is, I think, a really good tool, but it is one tool. And I think the things people need to keep in mind is they have to be everywhere. And it is hard. This is not easy. If you think you're just going to waltz in and take it, take over the world, um, then you better be Jeff Smith. Yeah. If not, then you've got to you got to. And you better have a Vijaya backing you up. <laughs> but um, but if that if is his wife's to, name, by the way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Get your minds out of the gutter, yeah. people. That's the lady's name. It's an incredibly sweet woman. Yes. Um, oh, but yeah. anyway, um, you've got to – don't just – I mean utilize any any door that's open. CR is a door that's open. Utilize it. But also get out there on DeviantArt. Start a Tumblr. Start, start on Facebook. Start a fan page for your work. Start a company page. Twitter. You know, link as much stuff as you can together so that one thing feeds into another. And when you get totally burned out, then look for help. That's, you know, that's where you can do. But there's, it's, you got to work at it. And if you don't work at it, you're not willing to work at it. It's like, it's like getting, you know, you ask somebody at Marvel how to become an amazing artist. They say draw nonstop. Yes. How do you get in front of the public view? Stay in front of the public eye nonstop. nonstop. But you got to. But don't offend them. Right. <laughs> but you got you got to you got to balance that. Yeah, an absolutely. artist and a creator, you've got to produce. You got to produce. But you got to set aside that time to create. Because if not, then you're. And I've worked with some of these guys. You know, these guys who wake up and all they want to do is produce, produce, and they're the ones sitting at home, drawing the most beautiful artwork that nobody ever gets to see. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to balance it, and it's hard to balance because I know I'll go on a social media tangent and then get creative, and I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. I want to stay creative. I'll do this. So you've got to either, like you said, balance it or bring in help, and mm-hmm. I sort of um, said I'm moving into something that you and John are now offering, yeah. um, and that's the help. And, you know, I'm yeah. looking forward to taking advantage of it. And uh, I think you need to offer, you know, I know you guys, get, uh, first year, you guys open up the company to everybody. And mm-hmm. uh, if you want to sort of give your your pitch here, as you want to call it. Sure, and, sure. And uh, let them know what we're talking about as far as what you guys can do as far as help. 
Well, John Wilson and I, uh, on January 1st, we launched a second company, and I'm, I'm officially taking off one hat and putting on the other. Uh, you comic-related, you've got uh, all the resources in the world, but also sequential support for when you want to get serious, for when you want to take your work to the next level, when you want a team that is working with you that's handling some of these, whether it be social media aspects or press release aspects or coordinating interviews or getting your property out there and getting it in front of the public eye. Sequential Support is a company that is that we've created that is a press and representation firm for comics that, you know, we work with you to do the things you maybe don't have time to to allow you to focus on your product a little bit more. And we're at sequentialsupport.com, and there's a whole list of services there. Okay. You guys heard it here. And yeah. what, who better than somebody who runs a site who really has has worked hard at get, getting news out there and building a following than to help you get your following built. And, and it just it's just how much you want to balance, you know? Yeah. So um, I think it's a great thing. I first heard of it, I think, was New York. When we are off New York, you sort of tossed it out there and was telling me about it just a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I definitely signed on. I know Blue Line's ready to sign on. So uh, we appreciate uh, it. We, <laughs> <laughs> look forward to you know i i truly yeah. as much work as as you know we're all doing right now for skystorm i'm looking forward to handing over the the social media and it, you still got to stay involved as a creator because oh, yeah. they want a little one thing you know I, and we talk about this on the podcast chuck is that social media is they want a little bit of you you know, you uh-huh. don't have to tell me your most private secrets but you know there's nothing with like like yesterday i threw on there hey sitting here watching john wayne movies yeah. Shoot, you know, you guys reply, Lisa replies, people reply. I got some texts from that, you know, from other people. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just funny. It, it's funny. You give them little bits of that along with your creative stuff, and it keeps them happy. So you still sort yeah. of have to be involved with it, but you guys will handle the bulk of it and keep it consistently going. And like you said, that's what you got to do. You got to be out there consistently. Yeah. I mean, we work with uh, a company, Retail Cafe, that um, they do do social media. They do some of that themselves. What they wanted from us was a backup plan. When it falls by the wayside because they get busy for a day or two, we're keeping an eye on it, and we step in and make sure that there's some fresh content out there. It's it's little things like that. You know, we, we typically start these things by doing some kind of extended meeting with the client where we sit down, we get to know your, your comics, we become not just someone you've hired but kind of part of your family. Family, part of your team. I mean, I, I say the word family a lot, but that's it's kind of the way I look at all this. Right. And we can do press releases. We can advise you on all kinds of things. But we've also kind of worked with a network of individuals who produce comics, who produce stand-ups, who produce pens, mugs, T-shirts, totes. We not only just have our services, but we have a network of services behind us that we can coordinate with that we can do a heck of a lot. Social media, whatever you need, we can uh, we can work with you. Cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and John, and that's enough pitching. Do what? <laughs> that's enough pitching. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Just show them how good you are at it, and that's good. Well, that's what yeah. you got to do. Well, one thing you touched on that I want to just comment on for a second that I really do believe, and it's addictive, I'll admit. I mean, I, I, I've gotten so into social media that I, I can't have my address out there publicly anymore because I don't want people to know where I live. But <laughs> you do. You do have to give a little bit of yourself, and I think that is something that people – you can't just present a book and, and walk away. 
uh, people in today's world expect to not only know your book, but they want to know a little bit about you as a creator. And if you don't give them that, I think you are working at a disadvantage. And they do need that little avenue in. It doesn't have to be your whole life, no. but you do need to. They do need to know little things about you because it only helps them believe in what you're trying to do. It makes them care about you. Absolutely. No matter, no matter what, you know. Um, you know, like I said, the John Wayne thing, that was sort of cool. I just threw it out for the hack, and all of a sudden I know Lisa's throwing me movies, and I'm on net, Netflix lurking them up, you know. But it's right. sort of like, and like I said, I got a couple emails from people who won't post on Facebook. They don't want it out there, but they're in contact with me, you know. So I guess right. they care. And, uh-huh. but, I mean, and so we sort of did that with Clay's way. Um, that's probably why we got a readership built up because we were throwing little bits of clay and how he's really my son and this this is our family sort of and and sort of threw that out there and people cared. Um, right. Now a lot of our readers are friends right now and we're bringing in new readers all the time and you know people you stumble across on Facebook but that's how you build it you build with people you know. It used to be you know you sold your copies to your aunts and uncles and your mom and dads um, to get off the ground. And now you sort of have that social media that you can build. And you yep. need to start building early, too. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let As you're building your project, build your audience. As you're building those pages, share tidbits. Don't The time where you build it in a garage and you hand it out at a show and you think that's where you go is gone. If you're not building your audience as you're building your page, you're, you're missing the boat. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, this really is to the um, online equivalent of looking up at a convention. <laughs> you know, it's in, it's engaging the audience. Yeah, that really bothers you, don't it, John? And that, that annoys the hell out of me. It really does. It really does annoy me a lot when people don't look up at conventions. But, yeah, this is, this is essentially the equivalent of that. You know, you're engaging the audience. You're getting people to look. You're getting people to pay attention. Um, even if it is just, you know, something as small as, uh, you know, um, I remember, uh, Eric Adams posted something the other day on Twitter about, uh, today I will pencil more. That was Uh the whole post. Yes. But it was like, okay, well go pencil Eric. Yeah. You know, that's a good thing. Uh, but out of that, we know Eric's working on some new stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like, you know, I mean, I mean, on a very personal level, I'm writing a novel. And uh, as I'm writing this novel, I'm I'm posting on Facebook, you know, where I'm writing it, how I'm writing it, how much I got done and where I'm at in the process. And that's a thousand and some, you know, eleven hundred people that are reading about the project. Um. Hey, Bill, you know, you got this sweet voice that they talk about on Facebook all the time. You need to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be me. Those dulcet tones. Yeah. What about my sweet voice? Yeah. <laughs> you need to use it. He wants you to use it. You guys are doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, but you can bring up the old days, you old fart. You know? You're almost as old as me. When, when, yeah, I know. Um <laughs> You didn't have to throw that back. Um, 50 years. I didn't know Bill was as old as you. Bill's older than me. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. You go, How long is Blue Line Brown? 30 years? 50 years. Oh. Years, man. 
No, it hasn't. Kill him. Okay, sorry. My, old, my kids already think I'm Stone Age. Yeah. Yeah. You mean they had cars back when you were young, Dad? Oh. Tell us about the time before the internet, Daddy. <laughs> now, I could tell you that. I can tell you growing up with a black and white TV. Mm-hmm. I can tell you about the remote control that actually had, that was a clicker by sound. Not oh, by oh, I remember that, too. Well, Zeniths, yeah. Yes. I can tell you when I was the remote control. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was that, too. Yeah. But, like, go change the channel. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, things are real different out there now. Yeah. And uh, thank goodness we have sites like Comic Related and who's who's out there helping the little guys and i'm so glad to see that you guys are peppering the the uh larger publishers because i really think that helps the little guys tremendously like i just checked and i saw a a thor post on there and a dc online post on there along with an oni post and and yeah those help us little guys because People are going to stumble across those, read them, and then they're going to say, oh, there's something about Clay's Way or there's something about this new little, you know, oh, let me click on it. And I agree with you. People aren't using your previews enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I, I, I would love to have one or two of those every day. I am. Um, yeah, especially Indian Small Press. Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, I think previews and reviews are uh, something that a lot of people aren't utilizing. And what a lot of people forget is uh, that it's not just, you know, a, the core group that's doing reviews. We'll take reviews from pretty much anybody. Yeah, we'd like to, we'd actually, I'd actually like some new reviewers. So, yeah, you know, anybody out there, um, not, no offense to the ones we've got two of the most solid freaking reviewers in the world. I would just like to have a few more going right. yeah. and add to those voices. You heard it yeah. here. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's always been my subversive. It's been a very, uh, I would say, selfish um, quest because I love. I get no more. You know, I know where to go find my Captain America story. I know where to go find my Batman story, and they're great. I thoroughly enjoy them. I, I love those. But what I don't get to find are the little indie created masterpieces, and those are the ones that really get my blood pumping and get me excited. And through Comic Related, I have discovered so many stories that I would never have personally seen. And if I get the opportunity to take those properties and show them to the you know 7.5 million hits that we got in uh, December, you know if I can take and get it in front of 100,000 people, that that I feel like I've done something. That that's my altruistic reason for why I wanted comic related. Yeah, we do the mainstream coverage, but quite honestly, I do a lot of that because I want I want to highlight the story that's in between those stories right. sometimes because right. I think it really deserves it. Well, the thing is, the mainstream mainstream when you and I have gone back and forth on this several times. Yeah, the mainstream does draw an audience that will stumble across that small press reader. And, mm-hmm. and you give that reader an opportunity to be seen that where he's not going to be where he's just on some little indie review site or blog somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, those readers, you know, possible readers aren't going to stumble across that. So definitely, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see the big, I, you know, you guys roll off so many stories on a day now, you know, having some mainstream stuff in there just really enhances and yeah. gives us all an opportunity to get seen more. So, yeah, that's definitely a huge plus. If the website was nothing but Indian Small Press, it would be alienating because it would be, it would have a, a very, you know, it's 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 that other thing. Um, mixing the two, I think, is a really good well, key to getting, getting it out there. It's like being at a convention, Chuck. 
You know, mm-hmm. y'all go to a convention, I'll see a uh, J. Scott Campbell sitting now in Artist Alley. You know, he actually hangs out in Artist Alley now. Yep. And you'll go two tables down, and you'll see the creators of um, Sky Girl Pirate. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh-uh. Yep. Great book. Stumbled across it. They were pre-selling the first issue. You know, I gave them the money, didn't expect it, got in the mail a few months later. It was all awesome. oh, Curse, Curse Pirate Girl. Curse Squire, Pirate Girl. That's what it was. Curse Pirate Girl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, freaking incredible art. Oh. Yeah. yeah and, you know, they had they had sample stuff out there, and they were pre-selling their first issue. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if this was Detroit or where. I think it was Detroit a couple years ago, and I didn't expect to get it. But I'm you know I'm always out there picking up some of the stuff. Prepaid them a couple months later, boom, came in the mail. I was like, wow, okay, they actually did what they said, you know. Beautiful artwork, and then they've spun out and did more. We'd never seen them if they hadn't. They were set up next to it wasn't J. Scott Campbell, but it was some big artist who I was looking at his artwork. We'd never seen it. Same way as CR, you know. I think the big articles definitely bring in the the uh, viewers who's going to stumble across us little guys mm-hmm. and check us out. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I don't like to say alternate. I hate the word independent. We got to come up with another word. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but. Uh, sequentially supported. There creator. you go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nice. Yeah, bug. there we go. <laughs> well done. <laughs> no. Um, every once in a while, I am kind of surprised. You know, I, I the website is, is it's getting bigger and bigger, and it does it. It kind of not to toot our own horn, but I, I was kind of told in a surprising way the other day. You know, those uh, I forget which company it is. I think it's Sony or someone. The ones that's doing the the Magic the Gathering game. Yeah. I think so. the, the other day we ran a press release of theirs, and uh, the next morning I woke up to the uh, press agent for the company fr- frene- uh, frantically, frantically. Trying to, yeah, frantically, frenetically, frantically, whatever, trying to get a hold of me because we had slipped in the link, the private link to their uh, <laughs> to contact them for the the preview imagery. Yeah. And in the overnight, their server just about got destroyed with requests. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> It was one of those little subtle things that told me, okay, yeah, we're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, please, please take it away. And um, do you need anything else? That was kind of the message we got from him. Yeah. In other words, it's not a hit our way, but uh... yeah, but uh, we can't quite handle it on that server. So. Wow. That's. Awesome. Yeah, that that was kind of a rewarding little thing. Every once in a while, we hear little things like that that kind of crack me up. But yeah. Hey, Bill, you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. You remember the old days when we used to do comics? Way back in the Stone Ages. Yeah, Stone Ages. <laughs> we drew them on walls, right? Oh. Stone tablets with chisels and hammers. <laughs> I I actually saw a creator who was a lot like that at a recent show. Who's that? Um, I forget his name. Uh, Colsair, Colsair, I forget. But he actually takes wood and etches on it and then does a press with it to create the comic, to do like a horror comic, but anyway. Does a reverse stamp out of wood? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's the next best thing to, to carving stone. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> well, I like to see it. He's a, uh, he's a, he does a series of Blue Water, actually. Oh, does he really? It. Yeah, it ran, uh, Bartholomew of the Scissors, I think, was the name of the series he did. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? I've seen, yeah, I've seen bits of that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I to check it out. I love cool. Yeah, clever. Clever. Cool is cool is good. Cool is good. What if he sells his wooden stamps? He, he did. He had did the shows. Really? He actually had the carvings. Yeah, it was <sighs> pretty freaking neat. Imagine <laughs> I want a piece of original artwork, and you buy the wooden block. You get a wooden block. Oh, oh that'd be cool. 
The uh, the twelve commandment, uh, ten commandment. <laughs> no, keep selling them. Wow. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. I wonder how it keeps people from uh, inking the block back up and just making a bunch of that oh, page over and over again. Big carving, not for resale across it when you get Oh, okay. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that big scratch across the center up. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Um, uh, you know, another thing that people can think about is, I mean, podcasts are, are the rising new media, I think. What you're doing here is awesome. Um, you know, getting, getting creators, getting creative and getting out and talking and approaching shows, you know, no matter how big or small the show, I mean, you can go to somewhere like Comic Geek Speak, which has, you know, a massive following, right. or you can go to, you know, the smallest mom and pop show that's just starting up, but even those shows still have a following. You're still going to reach creators. And there's just so many ways in which you can get your message out there. And just people need to take advantage of it. We're, we're in a golden age of a ways that you can reach people which you never have been able to before. Oh, and if uh, people just need to pump it. And, and podcasts are not that e- hard to do. I mean, no, huh? right now the software we're running on this is a free software. It's called Graph. It's free. Yeah. Headsets. You can get them for 30 40 bucks. or probably even cheaper if you really looked around. Boom, yeah. you're in podcast business. Yep. Um, between you're good. Lipson, who can house it and get it on tunes for you, mm-hmm. you're set. You know, Bill and I have talked about starting to do a, um, a Skystorm one and starting right now in the early developments discussing stuff we're doing and, and you know, what we're working on, what we're trying to achieve, just short little podcasts and start getting in a background built up for them. So when the site really goes live, there's some history built as far as podcasts. So people like to download, you know, four or five, especially if they're short, you know, they're half hour shows or something like that, and then listen to them all together. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, definitely podcasting is a great way to do that. You get it there again. It's make that connection. It's hearing that voice. It's building yeah. that recognition. Except when Bill doesn't talk very much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, you got me on here. I talk. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's the yin and yang of podcasting. There you go. We got them both covered on this one. That's right. Yeah. yeah so. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there's all kinds of way to reach out. You still need to do shows, if at all possible. I know. You know, some sometimes it's not possible because where you live originally, or finances, or whatever. And that's the great thing about all this now. And I get pumped because. I was in the dark ages with Bill, and uh, we had to do shows. We had to travel if we ever wanted a chance to get anything built up. Uh-huh. That was the only way we made a connection. I mean, for some reason, we very luckily fell into some wizard press, which was unbelievable. Um, I had some connections at Diamond and Previews that helped us off the ground that most people didn't have. But yet, you still had to build by doing shows, whether they were the little shows up or the big shows, work your way up. Now you have all these other possibilities. that We didn't have the comic related. Well, we didn't have the internet, did we, Bill? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we were pre-internet, folks. But you could, wait, wait. Now, if I remember correctly, Bill and John, though, they did, didn't, wasn't it you guys that did uh, like a mailer type fandom <laughs> back in the day? Yeah, we were members of Apple 5 back in the day. See, yeah. there we go. So explain that to people because you, <laughs> you just talked about, you just mentioned something completely alien to everybody over the age of. And tell them who was involved in it. Or under the age of 20, I think. Probably more like 30. 
Well, when I got out of college and I started getting involved in a comic store, uh, somewhere in that period of time, I had joined APA 5, which I'm not sure when it was in the 70s, I think, started by Mark Verheden. Uh, but you had people who were past members, like Frank Miller was a member. Uh, most of the Dark Horse guys, Mike Richardson, Randy Stradley, Randy Amberlin, Chris Warner, Mark Badger, list goes on and on. Uh, James D. Smith, who did Horse the Bear. So all those guys were had you had been members, and there were other people who had been comics people too. And uh, basically, in APA, you do your own section, you do your own little zine of however many uh, pages you want to do it. You make however many copies. I think it was 25 or 30, and you send that to the central mailer, who takes all the the ones that were received, collates them, one per issue, one per copy, whatever, of, of each member's APA. So what you get back is a, a, an issue with one of each person's zine that has submitted that month. So from APA 5, uh, which is, again, predates the internet, um, I got uh, friends like Robert Robin Ader, uh, Clint Hollingsworth, the guys from Chris Warner's my buddy, um, that was my first Chicago Comic Con. I met Chris and Mark Badger, and uh, that was, to me, that was cool. And from then on, I was invested in any project that they did. If they did it, you know, I, I wanted to check it out. And there are other people, um, but uh, other people have joined. Bob joined. John joined. Um, my buddy Mark Hester was a member. For a while, Joe Caroni was a member for a while, and uh, there are still people on, uh, I think, Facebook and just different other groups that are present and past members of APA 5, and so it has this legacy, and there are other APAs out there, too, uh, X-APA, um, there's a Kappa Alpha, Kappa APA, I think, maybe. Um, <laughs> What 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 do you get that was a benefit from that? What did you get from it? Well, what I got out of it was every month I I tried to do something that I would try to do. Uh, sometimes I did reviews. Sometimes I, I I pushed my own boundaries, my own limits, I guess. Because I would, sometimes I would try to do a strip. One time I did uh, comments on other people's. I did them in a comic strip form. Um, Sometimes I would do comic strips featuring other members of the APA, or uh, especially Eric Weems. Uh, we had a running thing back and forth. Sometimes I did uh, a prose trade-off with Robin Ader, uh, Wiener and Kickbutt. I would write a section one month. He'd write it the next time. And it was two different, totally different takes on the uh, – the concept, but it was basically he wrote it as an adventure featuring characters named Sash, uh, Kickbutt, and Wiener, and my take on it was two fictional people in the APA, you know, in APA Five, uh, who were writing as their alter egos. So it became a sort of a, a story within a story. So I got to experiment, and I, I got to. Uh, you know, just do things, and, and every, you know, when that deadline was coming up, 
I would do something, you know, maybe a cover or a, uh, yeah, I would run inking samples that I that I had done because uh, I didn't go to a lot of shows back in that time. Yeah, okay. I was doing I was doing conventions one or two a year, and um, but if I if I wanted um, feedback on my inking samples, I would run those. I did a, a zine just of collaborations called Prefab Collabs where. Maybe I would ink something of somebody else's, or I, I would make copies, and people would, could ink, just to see what different people's take on uh, another penciler, or if I had access to pencils, that kind of thing. So it was a time of growth and uh, learning. It's something I didn't get in school because I really didn't study art in school. I was a theater major. That's where my sweet voice came from. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of motivation to create. Right, exactly, and yeah. that's that's you, what you I did. Put you on a schedule, yeah. Yeah, and I my I my main uh, not so much competition, but it was I, you know I was it was against me. Whatever yeah. I did last month or two months ago, I would try to do something. Yeah. Maybe. You know, better. I would try, and I, and I, by constantly doing that every month. Plus, I was I was active every single issue for like fifty issues or something. So. That got my creative juices going, and it did the same thing for other people. And we sort of do that with uh, comic-related, yeah. with the, the forum, mm -hmm. uh, with the contest, and, and the different creators who do run their stuff through the forum and, and give previews or links to their stuff or say, hey, check my, my, uh, my book out. Mm -hmm. um, I love comic-related, and uh, you know, I, I tout it all the time. Thank especially you. on the well, especially on the podcast, because without comic related, I mean that's a yeah, sketch magazine is part, you know the our old board is part of it, but I'm more active on the other parts of the board, really, you know, just on the general. Well, I mean, without with, I mean, even now, every say every week or every just out of the blue, you know, I'll find somebody, some creator or some book that's pretty cool. Uh, got him Fred. He posts as Fred Lang, but his, his last name is I think it's Lang Hennig. Uh, oh. Fred, he did a he took my bounty hunter script and I mentioned it before, but I'm blown away by, by what he turned out. You know he did it <laughs> as a sample, but uh, he's awesome, and he's mm -hmm. he ghosted two pages of um, I think Power Man maybe. <sighs> Nice. It's Shadowlands, something like that. He did, he goes to two pages of that, fourteen and fifteen, oh. I think. Yeah. And you know he's just awesome. And then there are other pe people like that that find comic related. They, they come in for uh, whatever reason. Maybe it's a contest. Maybe it's one of their friends or one of the, the you know the studios or companies that they like is a part of it. Right. And, and just like you said before. When you post something about yourself, or you you be, you invest in personally in your project, then other people become invested as you grow, and as you do things, people get interested. Uh, whether it's uh, you know the the status of your book right now, or if it's um, you know even sometimes personal growth or personal mm -hmm. developments in your you know what you're doing or your job or whatever if something benefits you then other people can see the benefit and maybe take something back and 
you know, maybe get inspired by that. Or in some time, time in some cases, it's a harder lesson to learn is that, well, I'm going to do that. But that's the thing about being on the internet too, is there is that connected, uh, bond kind of thing. What? Yeah. I heard Bob whisper something. I know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Bob sorry. is Bob is complaining under his voice. <laughs> Bob is pissed about this free recording software. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. Apple's great though. Um, I remember being asked by Bill to be involved, and I really had no clue what it was. Uh-huh. It was cool to see all these other stuff people contributing, looking at it, and then you want to up Danny. You want to, mm-hmm. I got to put my best stuff out. Because all these guys are going to see it. So it's like the community boards that you have now. Right. Um, yeah. The cool thing is everybody was real positive about the work. And, you know, and they wanted you to see get better just like you wanted them to get better. So everybody was, an, you know, anting up. And I feel like mm-hmm. we, we've sort of carried out with Sketch, haven't we, Bill? Yeah. We've got, you know, nobody's there to slam you. It's there to, to help you get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's the that's really what you have to do, whether it's on a forum or I don't think it's really poly, sort of a Pollyanna kind of thing. Uh, just like when I did portfolio reviews, and you would I, I didn't mind doing them, um, but you would say, "How can you be so diplomatic?" But I've been on the other, you know, I've been on both sides of the table, so I know. Not so much what people want to hear, but what they want to be told in some ways. You know, they want to be told how they can maybe get better, mm-hmm. or uh, maybe they're not ready, but they need to hear that they're not ready. Yeah. And this is what they need to work on. People respect honesty for the most part, not all the time, because mm-hmm. egos yeah. do play and stuff. But uh, you know, I get asked to look at people's websites or their samples or their pages on DeviantArt and uh, to give my opinion and that's all it is is my opinion but you know I'm honest about it if I like it I like it and if I like it and there is some sort of caveat there well I'm going to tell you what it is Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to I'm not going to put you down because you know I like the well you know the way you spell your last name or you know how you sign your page or you know any of that stuff but no what what bill is saying is really important because i mean it's it's interesting that i mean first of all i don't think people take enough advantage i mean look at the collective history bob between you and bill i'm not trying to make you guys feel old (laughs) but i mean just look look at look at the exposure you've had within the industry look at the people you've met the people you talk to i mean when you quote frank miller have been in a group with you in the old days just one of a number of names in that list you know people need to stop by the sketch forums show off their art and also don't be shy what you see with me is what you get i mean i'm i'm not I'm not going to belittle you. I'm not. I, I love people, and if if I don't notice your art in the forum, feel free to message me or email me. You know, if you put some stuff up you think's great in the forum, send me a message because a lot of times I'll point to it from the main page of Comic Related to give those creators, even if you don't want to do a full story on it, we'll, we'll point from our Rapid Fire News to give you another outlet to pump, you know, to give you some visage. We've done that for a lot of creators who are just putting their first work out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. it gets your name out. If I see something cool, then I'll I'll message you or John, 
and yeah exactly yeah you know and please there's cool stuff all the time and there's so much of it sometimes that you know it's very easy to get lost in the shuffle so yeah um you know but that's one of the things about comic related too is that there is a personality you know that there, there is mm-hmm. not just with chuck or or john or whoever but and ron is on there a lot yeah and uh bill and there's brand there's a ton of people who are on there and uh, that's part of it is they're on there and they are supportive of uh everybody else so mm-hmm. I don't know. we got it we got a cool family yes yeah yep yeah yep but uh, okay one more thing on when you get press at comic later on the community board you do a press promote that on your medias let people know oh, where yeah. they can go find it. You know, hey, we got a little write-up over Comic Related. Check it out. Put your links out there. Yep. So work all the angles, definitely. That's the one thing I don't understand sometimes. It's, it doesn't happen all that often. But I'll do an interview, and it is a brilliant – not me, the creator. The creator has come <laughs> out, and they've done – they've just put out their heart on the plate in an interview. And then there's no link to it on Facebook. They don't Twitter it. It's not on their website. I just don't that, – that just mystifies wow. me because you have something where you sold yourself in a way that you just don't get the chance a lot, and you didn't put it to use. Right. So, yeah. I, I'm not – not just for feeding back to comic-related, but promote yourself. Yes. Because sometimes, sometimes it's just great to see yourself recognized in another form. Well, yeah. It's all about just – building this wider circle around you that you're trying to get exposure from yeah you know we don't want to do these in a cave even though a lot of us do them in four by eight rooms at the moment but um mm-hmm. it, it, you've got to reach out to an audience that welcome back bill um hey to try hey. to promote yeah, yeah. And, and you if you've heard me on other podcasts you know that you know how i kind of sound when i'm doing an interview or something i do sound different here because this is something i'm passionate about this is something i get excited about is promotion and getting out there and helping people is the reason i do this i there's no other reason right now certainly it's you know it, i want to help that's 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 just the key for me it's, it's that simple right well, we do appreciate it, Chuck. We do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get. I get more out of this than anybody can can give me. Because you know, I, when I see collaborations coming forth in the form, when I see a book from two people who never knew each other before they met in comic related, that is the most exciting freaking thing to me. Well, speaking of coming together, I think next week we're going to try to get a hold of Darren and talk about the sketch – or not sketch card, the trading card that oh, Darren's yeah. <laughs> working on. Dar- Darren's know. baby. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we tried to bring him in the other night when we tried to do this, but he was feeling ill again. Yeah. So um, maybe we can get him scheduled for next week, guys. Awesome. And uh, we'll talk about the trading card and talk a lot more about that. That would be great. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cool. All right. Well, guys, unfortunately, we can't really do a tie-up unless Chuck wants to hang on because my recording software just died. I'd be happy to hang on for you. Yeah, over at the sketch blog at Comic Related, there's quite a bit. Um, Two things were by request. I got an email from uh, a creator requesting a couple of things, and... I have two things on the use of a French curve. 
uh, specifically asked for how to use a French curve, and I found two interesting videos. Uh, one, surprisingly enough, using a French curve on a Wycom Cintiq. What? Yeah, actually <laughs> using a French curve, just laying the French curve right on the on the the uh, Wycom. Wow. And using it with the with the pin. Um, mm -hmm. The only caveat being you have to peel away a little of the plastic of the pin to right. make it work right. But this guy uh, was doing some pretty cool stuff on a classic card drawing he had done uh, with the French curve on a Wycom. So pretty darn nifty. Uh, then after that, I have a couple of things on creating comic strips. Uh, you know, of course, we were all... Uh, you, of course, have Clay's Way. Uh, mm -hmm. There are several comic strips that run on comic-related. Uh, there will hopefully be even more coming, either returning or uh, brand-new ones coming in 2011. Yep. So uh, got a couple things there on creating a comic strip. And then uh, I've got one Bill will appreciate uh, way back in the day. Uh, my first non-superhero comic uh foray was with Cadillacs and dinosaurs mm -hmm. and uh, I found some videos of Mark Schultz uh, who's bringing uh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs back out in a uh, in a collected form calling it Xenozoic I have it sitting right here oh you already have it well, yes cool. so yeah there's a couple of videos it's an interview with uh, uh, this uh, guy who calls himself uh, Mr. Comics or something like that but anyway uh, with him and then uh, speaking of Mr. Comics I have uh, a couple of videos with Joe Staten the legendary Marvel uh, guy the legendary Marvel creator who uh, talks about a little bit of everything he talks about uh, what he uses he shows off his studio a little bit uh, he talks a little bit about the comic code and he talks about how he worked with Jack Kirby for years and never actually met the man. Wow. Wow. And then moving on from there, uh, Dwayne Ferguson's inking, uh, inking on in a digital format. Um, and then the reason that this is kind of a long one is we had a little computer issue at one time at Comic Related. And um, my Comic Related compadre, Brant Fowler, uh, kind of stepped up to the plate uh, since he doesn't sleep the hours of a normal individual. He actually <laughs> sleeps like a vampire. And um, he slipped in and uh, did a rather long extended one on inking SpongeBob SquarePants on Adobe Illustrator. Uh, and it actually ended up being about six or seven videos. Wow. I think maybe even eight. I mean, it takes up a significant amount. Um, on never turn your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I can never, I can never let the sketch vlog alone, <laughs> alone, or he'll attack. But yeah, it's much appreciated that he stepped up to the plate for me and uh, put this, uh, put this tutorial on SpongeBob. So uh, if that's your cup of tea, by all means, go check that out. Uh, then back onto stuff I did. I uh, came across a video with uh, the. Artists on Batman Inc., uh, which is, you know, extremely popular right now. Um, his name is Yannick Paquette. Okay. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Uh, 
very bad pronunciation, but he's essentially talking about how he got where he is right now, you know, essentially how he, uh, the road, as I put it on the thing, uh, his, his, he talked about, as we often talk about how we got where we are now, we talk about the road. So, uh, he talks about his road to comic success. Then, um, and I think this is a Chuck, uh, a comic that Chuck enjoyed at one time called Chew. Ah, oh, I love Chew. That you love fun. Yeah. Yeah. Chew's uh, fun. Yeah. The guy that inks Chew, I, uh, I found a, an extended thing of him inking Chew. And then, um, I found this one of Jessica Abel. She and her uh, husband or partner uh, have this book out called, I think it's called Writing Pictures, Drawing Words, um, to be exact. And and they uh, approach comic creation from almost an academic sort of way. And um, she is in a classroom with, uh, looks like college students, Showing them how to hand letter with an Ames guide. Wow. Now, I probably just said a bunch of words that people have <laughs> no clue what I'm talking about since uh, most lettering is done digitally now. But uh, there was this little plastic device way back in the day called an Ames guide uh, where you had to take that and a ruler, and that's how you lettered your comics. Well, uh, she's showing the kids, and she even mentions at one point that. Uh, that, you know, it's important, uh, even if they never do it, it's important for them to know how. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, actually an extended session on lettering with a names guide. Uh, prior to that, I think the only uh, thing left to catch me up is I have a an interview, a short interview on process and influences by the guy who did 30 Days of Night and the Mystery Society. Uh, he's a writer called Steve Niles. Mm -hmm. And uh, and in a somewhat extended interview with him on uh, on how he got uh, to his level. And I believe that may even catch us up there. So I, if not, I'm going to leave it with that and let people go look for themselves. All right. Plus, we have something for the next podcast. Indeed. There you go. Yeah. Hey, Bill, what's been going on over in the boards? We still got the art contest happening. Yeah, the, it's uh, just when the Despicable Me DVD, and uh, the contest is to uh, draw your favorite supervillain doing something heroic, and you can go to the comic-related forum, the community, and go to the Sketch Magazine section under contest and it's right there and uh, I'll put in a plug that Despicable Me is one of the best animated movies I've seen in a long time I just saw it this last weekend so that is quite the comic prize it really is we've watched it three times with my youngest so yeah it's, and you pick up something new every time too yeah that it's film was amazing. awesome it is cool sorry John you left too early yeah I know I wanted to stay but I had to go home <laughs> it's a shame. I really want to see that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was thinking. Speaking of the uh, speaking of the sketch forums, um, you really ought to bring back prefab collabs, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, in, in some way, um, either on the sketch forum or on a comics mentor or something. But I think that'd be cool to to revisit that. Yeah, we talked about uh, 
they've been doing something for sketch where different inkers ink the same page and actually our next sketch magazine contest will be an inking contest over andy smith cool so cool. yeah i haven't thought about that stuff in a while nice I mean, I remember my old a, my old uh, APA name from my section of the zine, so it's like, eh, little memory lane time here. Nice. <laughs> well, guys, we've held Chuck on here for a while now, and uh, uh, we appreciate that he uh, decided to record this too, considering the <laughs> problems we've had. So. It's yeah. 10 p.m. I gotta go find food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is true. That is true. That's true. Well, uh, John, how can they find you? Uh, they can always find me at john at sketchmagazine.net, john at comicrelated.com, and now john at sequentialsport.com. Man, you got a lot of emails. I know. It's <laughs> essentially john at something, and I'm there. Bill, how can they stumble across you? Well, they can go to uh, comicsmentor.com. Uh, they want to email me. It's comicsmentor at gmail.com. Easy, easy, you know, go or go to the uh, comic-related forum. I'm usually there or checking in something. Right. And Check Chuck, on the cool stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's okay. Check on the cool stuff. Chuck, <laughs> how can they find you? Uh, Comic-related.com, sequentialsupport.com. Chuck at in front of either of those for an email address. And uh, actually, for a personal side, um, I encourage people to go find me on Facebook because I'm pretty much living my life in public. So come on over and have fun. <laughs> Hanging out, writing, and <laughs> yeah, you can find out everything that's going on with everything yeah. by from there too. You just gotta be careful with that Foursquare on the iPhone, right? Yeah, no they kidding. Can really find you. Um, yeah. You can catch me at bobh at bluelinepro.com. I'm stumbling around either sketchmagazine.net or bluelinepro.com or um, design or claysway.com, which this is taking a hi hiatus this week only because I'm running way behind. And I will make a post tomorrow stating that, but it'll be back live next week. Um, I'm just in the middle of a huge project, and it's just taking up all my time. So, um, Guys, I appreciate it. <laughs> I know. That's me motivating you. No. <laughs> Happens to all of us, bud. I know. Yeah. Take care, guys. See all ya. Right. Bye.